How we doing everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media here at the Snowbound Expo live and on the floor. Okay, not live recorded like I always am, but this whole episode is about the Snowbound Expo, dig it! Yes, yes, of course, this is Tim from Ski Rex Media at the Snowbound Expo in Boston. Awesome, awesome show. This is actually kind of Tim from the future because I'm recording the beginning at the end. Yes, I am gassed and my stuff is almost out of battery power. I am tired, I am achy, I am whining. It was wonderful. This is the kind of good tired, the good achy, because there was so much fun to be had here at this Snowbound Expo. If you weren't there last weekend, man, I would definitely suggest planning next year. We know it's gonna happen again next year. I'm not sure if the venue's the same, and I'm pretty sure the dates are not the same, but it is going to happen, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I think you should check it out if you haven't. I'm gonna give you a few reasons why, but first, Let's talk about some of the reasons I'm here, or really, who's kind of bringing you this podcast. Well, this podcast, as always, is brought to you in part by Whaleback Mountain. Whaleback Mountain is in Enfield, New Hampshire. It's right off the interstate, right off of I-89, exit 16 in Enfield, New Hampshire. It's wonderful. You should love it, because I love it. I've talked to people down here at the Snowbound Expo about it, and they are going to try, and I hope the music is not too loud since I am recording this on site and uh, I might have picked the wrong place to do this. But Whaleback Mountain, awesome. I've talked to people on site about it. I've gotten people talked into checking it out, especially because they are an Indy Pass Mountain full Indy Pass partner this year. If you have an Indy Pass, you have two days waiting for you at Whaleback Mountain. And on my way down to the bus, I, I actually rode the bus down, quite coincidentally, with with the representative from Whaleback Mountain that is down here, uh, unofficially, of course. Uh, Whaleback Mountain, ski it to believe it. Also, I am a Snowbound Expo press partner. That's why I'm here. So this podcast is brought to you in part by the Snowbound Expo. They were wonderful enough. I thank them so much for letting me come down here and cover this. Now, the show is over. It is absolutely over, but that doesn't mean you can't keep in touch with the Snowbound Expo. You can sign up for newsletters. You can go to their website. You can follow their socials, and you can get everything that we've had this year. We'll just do it again a year later. They have all the brands, every brand. You want skis? They got them. They can sell them to you. You can see the new stuff. You can see the, 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 the coming thing in equipment, snowboarding, skiing, gloves, um, recovery everything you want is right here you need help planning your trip to a mountain you come here so many mountains are here and they will help you plan your trip and that's not just in the u.s there's japan japan is represented here quebec is represented here everybody's represented here it is wonderful shout out to the snowbound expo we'll be back next year i'll be back with them now this year this year is a little interesting. Like I said, this is me at the end. I'm gassed, I'm about to head out. My batteries are done. My phone's battery is half. My microphone batteries are shot. It's a whole to-do, and I'm ready to go get some sleep. But what I have for you, what I'm gonna to bring to you is more of an overview. 
Now, last year I did some uh, interviews. I did some from here at Snowbound, and some I wanted to get to, some I never did. That's how busy we all are. You gotta, you know, you're running around, you're talking to people, you're trying to get everything done. So I did miss a few people. I got some others, I got a couple bonuses. But the fun part is that I'm bringing it to you instead of just random posts on social media, I'm giving you the experience. All I'm talking to these people at the Snowbound Expo to show you who you can see, who you can talk to. I put them all in this podcast, interviews, guests. I'm talking speakers that are content creators, athletes, foundation management, all this stuff. I'm talking past friends. I'm talking about new friends, uh, past friends. The Delanas were here, got to meet them in person. There were people I was able to hang out with that didn't make it here onto the podcast because just busy. Shout out to Mario and Brian. We didn't record when we had the chance. They're now on their way home as well. Shout out to those guys. Didn't I know everybody wanted me to get in touch with Dan, Dan Egan. Everybody's like, Tim, talk to Egan. Did I talk to him? Yes. Did I bother him to record? No. Why? He is busy. He had not one but two speaking engagements here on the Inspiration Stage. That's where you hear the music coming from now in between speakers. Plus, he's selling books. He was selling his books. He sold King K's books. He sold Caroline Elliott's books. He was just selling books. The man is a ski library. But we'll get him back on. We're going to see him later in the season anyway. So we'll get in touch with him, right? Right. Okay, I am rambling like a son of a gun because I am that tired. But check out these interviews, man. And then I will see you at the end of them. Check it out. All right, friends, my first interview for Snowbound Expo. Awesome, come up out of nowhere, very exciting for me. Caroline Prue. now, why don't you explain who you are, what you do, and why it's such a big deal for me? <laughs> I don't know why it's a big deal for you. Well, I'll tell you. I'm okay. Quebec tourism minister, uh, ski lover, uh, started skiing, I was like, oh my God. I started late, actually. Okay. I, yeah, I was done 10-ish. But uh, That's late, that was really yeah, I was late. <laughs> Started up at Tremblant, uh, never stopped. Uh, skied just about every mountain in Quebec. Just a great sport, scenery, and I think Quebec has the uh, most exquisite ski experience with the natural snow. Sure. And when you dive into the Saint Lawrence Seaway as as you ski, quite an experience. Looks beautiful. I've seen photos. I've never done it. Um, everybody get your passports done now because you need that stuff to cross the border. Um, don't be a, a procrastinating slacker like me. So you are the Minister of Tourism. That's like a big deal. That's like a government job. That's like legit. It's not like just some person who's like, please come visit. You're, you're the real deal. We're the real deal. We're working with Boston, uh, Quebec's uh, Boston delegation. Sure. Here it has been established in uh, Boston since 1970. So you know what? Uh, we have this love affair, Quebecers and New England, sure. for many, many years. Quebecers coming down during summer, enjoying the beaches and the ocean. And we have this long, long relationship. And um, the Prime Minister of Quebec, Mr. Legault, is really pushing on to uh, inviting the East Coast. You have a 30% rebate coming into Quebec, sure. skiing, but also, yes, after ski, but what do we have different maybe... Uh, in Quebec is all the festival and events 
uh, along um, during the the winter season, whether you're in Montreal or Mont Tremblant or in Quebec City or in Charlevoix. We have a combination of ski, après ski, festival, foodie, family, single travelers. We got it all. You definitely do have it all. It's amazing. Now, since you're since we're talking about since you brought it back up, number, uh, well, all right, you know what? Let's talk about the cost. 30% off at the door. That's the exchange rate, right? Correct. Okay, cool. It so, can go higher than that. I just paid $1.42. Sure. Uh, Canadian dollar for one US dollar. $1.42 for one. Wow. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. Keep an eye on that. Uh, I don't get how it works. I just go, I pay with a card. Done. Um, so you have so much to offer. Now that we're back back to a point where you don't need to have masks, no COVID, not anything. Have you seen an uptick of uh, Americans coming back over? Absolutely. There's, uh, between the borders of the United States and Quebec, there's about 1.7 million sure. travelers from the East Coast, New England, and sure. Mid-Atlantic crossing over, coming into Quebec, entry to the uh, Eastern Township, sure. going to Montreal, and then fly, you know, driving up to, to Quebec City. The numbers are up. This is one of the reasons that the government of Quebec, along with uh, uh, the delegation, we're pushing, inviting the Americans. We have a long history, you and I. We have. Totally. There's a lot of Poulin and Galvin mm -hmm. in the East Coast that are Gauvin and Poulet in mm -hmm. Quebec. So sure. we just want to make sure that you come over, feel the warmth of the Quebecers, and we just maintain that long, loving relationship. I'm very excited. I do want to get up there. I've seen so many wonderful things, heard nothing but wonderful things. A uh, friend of mine this past season, he and his daughter went up. I wish I could remember the mountain um, just over the border so it could be one of several because there are quite a few. Um, said it was fantastic. The snow was beautiful. The scenery was gorgeous. The people were amazing. And it seems like that's just a constant across the entire province. I think you are up next to be Quebec's tourism minister because you do get it. I mean, you do get it. You get it. You just summed it up pretty well of what Quebecers and what we have to offer are like. I would love to try and be a tourism minister. I, I think I could dig on that. I think I could have a lot of fun. So as a personal thing, I want to ask about Treblanc. Um, lift serviced casino. Is that as cool as it looks? I love casinos. <laughs> oh, tell them who you are. Tell There's going to be some help from the Quebec Scaria Association. Yes, there is a direct link from the village to the Casino Mont-Tremblant. It's a beautiful gondola from Doppelmayr. Sure. So you just in the warmth of uh, the uh, lift and you get right at the door of the casino so you can ski in the day and go play uh, at the casino at night. I would do that all day, every day. Like that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Introduce yourself so everybody knows who you are. Yes, probably. my name is Yves Junot. I'm the CEO of the Quebec Ski Areas Association. And plus there's another reason to come to Tremblant this year. Sure. There's going to be a Women's World Cup at the beginning of December. So it's going to be a huge happening for us in Canada. Awesome. So you have a World Cup coming up now, which which is it? The World Cup uh, women's um, slalom and GS is happening in Killington two weeks, three weeks. Right. Is this the same part so of So Tremblant is going to be the, the next event after Killington. Oh, okay. So right. there you go, everybody. After you're done spending Thanksgiving at Killington, shoot shoot up to Tremblant and you're, you can keep watching our hopefuls and your hopefuls and all the, there's so many women on that tour. I couldn't remember all their names if I tried. 
that's very exciting. So you're all ready for that, and uh, we're getting ready for that, sure. right? Making snow, preparing the terrain, yeah. preparing everything. And if you miss the Tremblant World Cup, there's three other World Cups happening this winter in Quebec. One from freestyle skiing with moguls. Okay. One with aerials. The freestyle is going to be in our region in La Nadière at Val Saint Con. Uh, there's going to be one with aerials at Le Relais in the Quebec City region, cool. and a snowboard cross at Mont Saint Anne later in the winter. Man, you all are so busy up there. What else is going on? I mean, I'll tell you what, after skiing, uh, definitely a priority of mine. I would ski everywhere, not just casino places, anywhere. I would love it, and it would be great. But I once had a coworker who went to Quebec City and came back with these photos of some of the most beautiful architecture yes. I have ever seen. Now, I'm yeah. not an architecture professional by any means, but beautiful city. Well, you have a taste of Europe within the city itself. So instead of uh, buying yourself a ticket going to Paris or Milan, you have that. Uh, Quebec has a long-standing history, and it's a the world's UNESCO, UNESCO world site. Sure. Uh, so um, that's a tongue twister. Uh, you have that in Quebec City, so architecture, uh, and in the background, the mountains of Mont Saint-Anne, Stoneham, it's just picturesque. It's, it's gorgeous. And again, with scenery coming back around, you talked about how we, you know, during, now when you were giving, when you were all talking, you sold me. I like, if, if, if I thought I had the time, I'd move up there and just move, just completely jump ship on the US, just move to Canada, it'd be great, it'd be wonderful. And it'd be cold longer, it's wonderful. Um, skiing down into the St. Lawrence River, and the St. Lawrence Seaway. I've seen photos of this. I'm assuming that doesn't do them justice at all. Well, it's like, you know, I mean, we've all experienced this doing the delirium dive in uh, yeah. Alberta and showing the pictures to your friends, and it doesn't show. I mean, yeah, yeah. your heart stops when you jump the delirium dive. Yeah. So when you show the St. Lawrence Seaway from the Massif, it doesn't show. The only way to experience it is to live it and come at the Massif. And that's what we're all going to do. That's awesome. So if anybody wants to go, like I, I spoke real quick about the border crossing. If you're driving, you need your passport, the passport card, or the uh, the enhanced license that you can get. I know the state of Vermont has it. I don't know if New York or Maine or New Hampshire has it, so I don't know. Um, but what else do we need to know? Is there anything we should know, or should we just pack up and go? Pack up and go. Safe place. Um, single women traveling. Super safe in Quebec. There go, there's kids. a lot. There's a lot of women traveling alone these days, uh, and uh, pack up, come to Quebec, easy breezy, nice and easy. Awesome. I'm there. Thank you, Miss. Thank you, this Tim. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I hope you sold everybody on this here. I'm sold. I'm ready to go. I have to call up the State Department to get my thing rushed so I can go this season. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Breaking the action here at Snowbound Expo. Still recording with people I don't know. Some I do. New friends, old friends, man, you gotta make friends here, right, man? You make, yeah, you are the friend maker. That's what I try to be, man, and because this is a social, social event. Danny Hairston, I said that right. Is I got LJ's right? name right. I hope I didn't blow your name. No, you got it, you got it. Yes. Let's go. Right. So Danny's here, he's up from, uh, up from the south of here, not from the deep south, obviously, but from... Albany, New York. Albany, New York, the yep. capital region, which capital is, region. well, actually from where we are. I guess it's that's straight west. across. It's a straight shot, yeah, it 90 really straight out. I was thinking Albany's not 
near here, but yeah, it is. It's like a nice two and a half straight, straight shot. Yeah. Easiest God. drive ever. Jeez, you think I would know that by now? I've been to Albany so many times. <laughs> Love Albany. Got lost in the Capital Region many times. Yeah. It's a wonderful place. So, Danny, what do you, what what are you here presenting for us this this weekend? Well, this weekend we're really talking about you know our program Shred, but also promoting LJ and their phenomenal rider that he is, and the phenomenal ambassador that he is for you know, the program that, that we run. So it's really about what we're doing as an organization to bring youth to snowboarding, but also provide other services such as mental health services, sure. but also providing them opportunities to find careers in the industry. So we're, nice. you know, we're just here, you know, taking in the vibe, yeah. also, you know, advocating for our program, our work, mm -hmm. but also advocating for snowboarding as a whole, because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. Absolutely, and uh, I've been looking into into your in, in, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow, it is that kind of weekend, my friend. It? I've been looking into what you do. Very interesting. So you start in the Capital Region and you branch out, upstate New York, Vermont, down to Big Snow. Obviously, <laughs> you got the hat on. Represent. I love yeah, Big represent. Snow. Love Big Snow. Love Big it. Snow love is it. our love people. It. Big Snow is great. Yeah. So do you get out to all those areas, or are you just going down to Jersey? Or are you getting to Vermont, upstate New York? Well, we're, our program really started in the Hudson Valley. Okay, And sure. so we started in 2014 in the Hudson Valley, started with eight kids. Um, we, through a Share Winter Foundation, we grew to 60, and then through them again, uh, we had the opportunity to expand into Albany and add Stratton okay. to our home mountain. We've already worked out of Wyndham. Wyndham's been our home mountain since 2015. Sure. But through a, an additional grant through Share Winter, we're able to expand Albany and then add Stratton to our home mountain. So last month, our partner with Snowboy Productions, who individuals might know from Holy Bully and Side Hit Seance, yep. they promoted a, an event in, in, first of all, at Mount Hood, Hollow Hollow, which was an invitation for BIPOC filmers photographers, snowboarders. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we were a part of that with the service board based out in Seattle. And from that, then we launched uh, Fill the Fridge down in Big Snow. So it was, it was yeah. actually Snowboy's first entry into the tri-state area, into New York City, oh, and cool. the first one done with Big Snow. So nice. that event allowed us to have them come in and build a special feature with, within um, uh, Big Snow. And bring individuals out to enjoy community to hit the features we had pro riders such as lj who came out so Ooh. they got to ride with lj so instead of it being a spectator event it was a participation event which if anyone's familiar with snowboy all of their events are invite only so it was the first event that they've ever thrown that was an open to the to the general public and that's awesome because the snow sports in general whether you ride ski it doesn't matter if you can participate that's 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 golden. That's, that's golden. Beautiful. Yeah. That was that's golden. beautiful. So before, a couple more things before we get to LJ. I don't want to keep him waiting here. I know he's keeping busy, but I, I promise, dude, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna forget about you. Um, so you're growing bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's how you see the future going. It's just your pro shred getting bigger, 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 huh? Or well, do you have a cutoff that you're looking? I think at? right. I think really for us, it's really staying the same. We may add more youth within where we're working. But there's so many organizations that's doing this work. It doesn't really make sense for us to like try to expand. We're not, you know, we're not trying to corner the market on this thing. Totally. You totally. know, so we have a number of friends that are out there now. Since we've started, there's been a number of organizations that are doing what we do. Yeah. Um, so really, for us, it's really dialing in what we do and making oh. sure the experiences for our youth are of 
the utmost level. Cool. So for us, it's really about the quality of the work we do instead of the quantity. Love it. Um, so we're really content where we are. There may be some additions locally, but as far as moving to somewhere else, I get calls from people that want us to come out to Denver. And I'm oh, like, wow. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's happening. But what we I have been able to do and I'm fortunate to do sure. from this position is to advise individuals who may be interested in doing the work that we're doing Very and providing cool. them with some of the, uh, to avoid some of the pitfalls that we had starting out. So I'm more comfortable doing that than actually saying that we're going to service an astronomical number of youth. Sure, yeah. And there are some programs that are massive that are similar, maybe totally. not the same, but similar. But hey, you've got you, what you're doing and what you're doing is great and what you're doing is clearly working if you've gotten, go from small to big. Totally. Awesome, dude. So cool. You got Stratton. We're going to talk about that because I'm going to come join you guys at Stratton. This is something oh, awesome. if you're yeah, there. Totally. That's going to be great. So let's uh, let's plug, let's, let, excuse me, let's plug Shred real quick. Go ahead, uh, websites, sure. social, whatever you want. Sure. You can follow us uh, on Facebook is Shred, S-H-R-E-D-F-N-D-N. On, on, that's on Instagram, on Facebook is Shred Foundation. And you can always come to our website, www.shredfoundation.org. And that's what I did initially to get Danny's email when I first emailed him. <laughs> awesome. So that's how that works. All right, Dave, so we're going to go over here to LJ Henriquez. Part of a new generation, I would say. And we've talked about this. Shout out to Mario and Brian from the Ski Bomb Podcast. We've talked about with Big Snow opening up, the next generation of pro riders is coming out of New York, coming out of North Jersey, coming out of places that's not the Poconos. If you're in the East or like Snowboarder Stratton is the snowboarding capital of the world, or at least they were. Dude, what do you, the home of it. What do you think about that, man, being part of that generation? Uh, it's, I find it pretty sick. I like that you can just go ride 365 days a year, whenever you want, however many times you want, and just be able to have as much fun as you want. Awesome, dude. Now, you're Brooklyn-born, Jersey-raised, right? Yeah. North Jersey, Central Jersey? North Jersey. North Jersey. All right. I lived in Central Jersey for many years down the shore. Um, much different area, you know, suburban to the more urban where there's stuff going on and nobody's getting bored. Yeah. We used to get bored. Because how many times can you go to the beach? Yeah. Seriously. But, um, so how do you get started? Like, I've talked to a lot of people out of, uh, out of the city. Um, for instance, uh, Matt Viola from Hill Street Snowboarding. He's also city-born. Um, how'd you get into it, man? What, what got you out into the mountains? Or uh, My dad's best friend, which is my godfather, he took us snowboarding to, it was either Mountain Creek or Hunter Mountain for the first time. Totally. Uh, apparently, I almost broke my shoulder, and my dad asked <laughs> me if I wanted to keep going, and in tears, I, I said, yeah, I want to keep going. Good man. And then it all just started there. And when I was four, I really got into it, and started snowboarding in park and just starting to understand like the whole industry and park snowboarding more sure now as you move up as a pro like are you are you competitive pro now are you just sponsored pro i mean there's so many different levels nowadays i wouldn't consider myself pro yet but i would say i'm of that aspect sure uh i'm trying to compete right now i want to compete for a few more years but as of right now, I'd say I'm competitive. Cool. So, yeah, and still amateurish, as you said, yeah. maybe not pro, which is good. You're a young kid. How old are you, LJ? I'm 15. See, he's got years beyond years ready to go. My knees are jealous of his. 
It's awesome. Dude, so you, now, you're here with Danny. You guys are dressed alike. That's how I knew you were who you were, which helps me a lot because I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off here, and it was a beautiful thing, and I love you guys for it. Now, do you work with Danny a lot, or is this just happen to happen at Snowbound? No, I see Danny multiple, multiple, multiple times a year. Cool, cool. All right, so you're in. Excellent, dude. So you're going to be at Big Snow all winter, or are you going to come outside? i definitely be outside during the winter. Good man. Where do you want to go? You're just going to stick around Mountain Creek, come uh, up to New England? I'll probably be in the West Coast a lot this year. Oh, West. Okay. Very cool. Watch out for that altitude. It's much different than it is. Have you been out West yet? Yeah. All right, cool. So you're fine. I love kids, man. They just can take it where us older guys can't anymore. Well, awesome. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this. Um, LJ, if you want to plug yourself, you want to plug your socials, plug anything, uh, go for it, bro. You can do LJ whatever you want. LJ underscore Henrique is on Instagram. LJ underscore Henrique is on TikTok. Uh, H-E-N-R-I-Q-U-E-Z. And, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. And we'll link everything for everybody on the episode. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank I hope you. you get a chance to walk around. Check it Thank out. You. Awesome. The snowbound, uh, <clears throat> wow, so starstruck, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, please. I know. <laughs> um, snowbound Expo continues. I've talked to a few people here. I am now talking to a multi-medal award winner, gold medal award winner, a snowboarder, um, someone who drives a Hyundai, apparently, <laughs> according to you, and I can get behind that, Miss Brenna Huckabee. How you doing, Brenna? Hi, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. So how, how what, what are you thinking of Expo? We'll start there. Yeah, it's way bigger than I thought, and there are tons of booths. I'm actually going to go walk around right after this because I have not checked it out yet. Awesome. I'm glad you get the time to do that. A lot of people say that when you come here to work, you don't have time to see anything, and it no. kind of sucks. So what are you going to be doing here today. You're speaking in about a half hour-ish. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're doing a panel. So Q&A moderated. Um, and I'm sure the goal is to just talk about snow sports, how I got involved. <laughs> um, I'm a Paralympic athlete. So talking about, you know, the world of Paralympics. Sure. Now, is there anything new happening in the world of Paralympics? I've worked with adaptive sports um, programs a couple times throughout the last couple of years. So what fascinates me most is the technology and the techniques, you know. I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's a learning experience. But you do. So is there anything new? Anything you're going to bombshell? Anything you're going to drop? Or is it just same old? Yeah, actually, no. This season, as far as, like, our courses, so I raced snowboard cross and banked slalom. Totally. And we just switched federations. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be under U.S. Ski and Snowboard now. And the the thought is, um, because we're switching to FIS and USSSSSSSS, we will... Um, <laughs> so many S's. <laughs> so many S's. We will have better courses, is the cool. goal. Um, and so I'm really excited to see like how much bigger our courses can go, if they can go faster. Like cool. That's the goal and the excitement right now. And as far as equipment, uh, Mike Schultz at Biodapt, he does the prosthetic legs for our team sure. for the most part. Um, he's definitely leading the innovation. Nice. And he's always coming out with new pieces and product. So I haven't seen anything specifically yet, but I know that he's working on something. That's cool. That's so cool. So some of these changes then, are they taking back? Because like, your season's starting, so, or your season might have started. Have you been out yet? Um, we've been training in Chile. Okay, But cool. we won't compete. Welcome home. Thank you. <laughs> we won't compete until end of November. End of November. Okay. So you got some time. 
yeah. because we know the big deal right now is is Michaela and all her little friends over there, the skiers. I'm a skier too. What am I talking about? Oh. Um, but anyway, you know they're already working. So, yep. but you're soon. Yeah. And how's your season gonna look? You think you're kick some more tail again, or gonna take I... it easy on them? <laughs> Let them win. I will never take it easy on anyone. Good girl. Um, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, this is the first quad that I'm not pregnant in. I have two little girls, and they're so right before uh, Pyeongchang, I had my oldest daughter, and then right before China, I had my youngest daughter, and I'm done having kids. So <laughs> forever. So forever. I'm a, forever, ever. <laughs> so I'm excited to see though, like how without having to take like an injury break for lack sure. of a better word like how far I can go this season awesome well since you yeah. brought it up and having been in management and having to deal with maternity leave time and setting that up what's that like for you that you say now did you go were you ever riding pregnant is that a thing yeah so actually, really yes so huh. well the first time was unintentional I didn't know I was pregnant okay. until I was five months along okay so <laughs> right happens right, right it does it does <laughs> totally um, does I was in such great shape I just never had a belly totally and um yeah so my oldest daughter has actually won world cups okay. because she was in my tummy and I didn't know awesome yep and then my second child I snowboarded for fun up until about eight months okay wow really yeah, yeah. I have no idea how it works. Like, I'm not one of those old school dudes who's like, you know, you're pregnant, sit on the couch. Like, dude, she's pregnant, not broken. Like, yeah, not and dead. it was like light <laughs> snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. But so, yeah, still snowboarding. That's actually really interesting to me, and I hope to other people, because who knows? Yeah, right. I, you're probably one of the only people who can say you competed with baby on board. Right, exactly. That's so cool to me. Um, so let's talk about something there was an instagram post you did and i and i i sent it to your media contact i don't remember, know if you remember it not inspiration but aspiration mm. now the joke was funny i laughed <laughs> i was like that was pretty good didn't get it at first guy i'm just like whatever um but i liked what you had to say as a whole thing inspiration for one but not the other can you go into that a little bit more yeah so actually the whole inspiration aspiration thing right now within like the Paralympic community or like sure. adaptive athletes is pretty hot because we're constantly being seen as inspirations for doing the most basic things like sure. going to the grocery store yeah and it gets exhausting and you get to a point where you're like I'm like you're overlooking the amazing accomplishment accomplishments that I've done and it's almost patronizing yeah totally and it yeah it, it just it, it makes you feel like less than and so I've really been trying to like show people like yeah you can pull inspiration from these areas absolutely but yeah. to to discount or discredit like or not even think about the other amazing things i could possibly be doing totally it, it's it's close-minded and i feel like at where we're at with like disability representation and inclusion like we're beyond that like we know people with disabilities yeah. can exist in public totally <laughs> yeah I, i'm so I, it was it was amazing to see you say it because I've said something similar and been called a jerk to keep it clean. Mm -hmm. I was like, but no, I don't mean to be mean, but it's just like the woman's kicking ass. She's got how many gold medals, world champions, snowboards better than, well, anybody stores better, that little kid snowboards better than me. Right. But the point stands. Yes, and you know what? It's, it's rooted in microaggressions towards, you know, um, areas of marginalized communities right so totally. it's not just disabled people that experience yeah, similar yeah. things like you could put it in perspective of a non-native english speaker that is a scientific genius like curing cancer mm -hmm. who shows up somewhere and 
reads a book and everybody's like, wow, you are so bright for how well you read that passage. Yeah. And it's like, Homie just <laughs> cured cancer. Like, so, totally. But it's totally. just because our biases towards those marginalized communities get in the way of yeah. what these people can actually accomplish. And I 100% agree. And that was awesome that you said it. And you, again, you even stay, you do it with humor. You know, have a lot of fun with that. And, and it was awesome, and I appreciate you. it, you know. That was great. Um, I'm inspired because you get to talk on the stage and I'm a little jealous because <laughs> I like the attention. Uh, lastly, um, well, this one's for me. You're, you have the, you're doing something with Hyundai. I love Hyundai, I drive a Hyundai. Oh, nice. I couldn't help but notice it. I was like, dude, that's, she's so awesome. Now oh. my favorite uh, Olympian ever. Oh my God, thank So what do you got? So what is that deal? What are you doing? Yeah, so right now I'm just doing their It's Your Journey campaign. Okay. So they've provided me with a car to use while I rehab my shoulder and okay. get back to competition. Okay. And so it's been really fun. I have an older car, so yeah. being in one with like all this new technology is yeah. wild to me. I didn't even know like cars could do half the stuff they do. They have robots in them, it's scary. I can literally press a button and talk to my kids that are in the back and they can hear me. Oh yeah. And it's like, I know you can hear me a little turd. Like, oh, totally. stop hitting your sister. Totally, They're, they have robots, it's scary. Um, buy a Hyundai, I, which one they give you? Yeah, I have the Palisade. Palisade's nice. Yes, I'm a mom, it's a mom car. It's a mom car, it's a mom car. You need the space, you yes, got two of them. exactly. Awesome, that is great. That is awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for talking to us of for course. a few minutes. You got to get going. Yeah. You got about 15 minutes left. So thank okay. you very much. Kick some tail again this season. If you're thank ready, you. you said you're rehabbing, so, but you are going to be ready. Oh, I'm going to be ready. I'm like a four out of five on the back to competition meter. Cool. With, yeah, coming back to sport. So I think I'll be ready. Awesome. Thank yeah. you, Miss Brenna. That's of so course. cool. Of course. Thank you. So getting tired here at Snowbound, which is why we're going to start talking to these two. Now, these two have been on the podcast before. I'm trying to keep my energy up for both of them. Actually, Ryan's not tired. He's young. He's fine. It's hard to tire me out. It really is, especially if you follow him on social media. He's been climbing every day for ever. Robert and Ryan Delena, authors of Without Restraint. That's why I said authors. They've had a podcast. Guys, how you doing? Doing great, man. So good to be here. So good to see you again. Absolutely. That's one of the things I love about Snowbound. It's social. You make friends. You get to see everybody. It's a lot of fun. Table looks like it's doing well. How are you guys doing with it? It's been going good. It's uh, busier than I thought. You know, I uh, wasn't expecting to just be in the constant flow of people coming by, but that's a good thing, right? It's a good totally. problem to have is to be working the booth like that. Yeah. I love that second when I tell them the story and it connects and I can see it in their eyes. Sometimes they even tear up. And, oh, really? You know, and not that I know I have them for a sale, but but I know I have yeah. them because they're going to follow him for the rest of their lives and know that story. And hopefully it'll be impactful. And that's why we wrote the book to begin with. Totally. I think what's been the most meaningful for me has been seeing how many people in the ski community of New England have come out to support us. Uh, how many people are uh, following the book, following YouTube and watching the videos of trying to ski all the lines in the Presidential Ski Guidebook and have come out to the expo to visit our table and support us. It really uh, shows the impact of what we're doing here and that it's resonating with people. Yeah, man, it's, you've done well. Like, I, I, we all saw the picture I took a few months back and at Barnes and Noble saw the book, very cool. Here, it's a whole other level. I see people walking around with it. I saw Brenna Huckabee with a copy, like I said awesome. before. Uh, Dan Egan on stage yesterday. He, he held it up for the world to see. 
it's doing so, so well. I'm very excited for you guys. It is a great story. For anyone who doesn't have it, uh, get it without restraint. We'll plug it at the end. So you guys are tired. You're not tired. Your dad's tired. Fading. Fading. You've done a lot. Have you guys gotten to check out this expo at all? Like, have you got to walk around it? I, I have to. I have not. I, I've been sort of tied to the booth. I don't, you don't want to miss any sales. But I think at some point it will, we're starting to trust each other that we can both do it alone. And he's sure. better at selling it anyway, so I don't mind walking around. Totally. I keep lying that I have to go to the bathroom, and then I take an extra 10 minutes to do circles, get stickers <laughs> for food. They've done an amazing job. It really is a great event. I love the, uh, I love the new venue. And... Uh, you know, the, the Brits that run it, they, they run a tight ship, and, yeah. and they're fun guys to work with as well. They are, man. Ryan, you definitely have a future in retail. That's our old retail trick, doing circles instead of uh, being where you're supposed to be. Not that I would know about that. This is awesome then, guys. I'm glad you got to check it out. I'm glad you got the book. Now, is anybody, as you tell stories and you talk, because it isn't just a retail operation since I said it. It's a social retail operation. You're behind your booth. Well, you're in your booth, I should say. You're talking. You're not just talking about the book. You're talking. You're talking. You're talking. So you can't talk anymore. Um, have you been telling extra stories that weren't there? Have you been talking to people about your YouTube channel? In the like I, I told you guys yesterday, I, I watched the Baffin film on my way down. Very good. A lot of fun in that. Um, has it been more than just the book? I guess is the easy question. I would say it's been more than just the book. I mean, like I said, we have people that we know from the community who have come, and we'll get into long conversations with them. We have people who are curious about the crampons on the table, and we'll want to hear about ski mountaineering. People who will see the video playing in the background. I just had someone come up to me and ask me about how to get into backcountry skiing. So awesome. it's not just this robotic pitching the book to people. We're here to talk about everything that we've got our fingers in, all of the backcountry ski stuff, all of the, the YouTube and the media, um, sharing the merch with people, sharing our story, and it's amazing what we'll connect over. Uh, last night we had people from Neshoba Valley nice. uh, who were instructors, and you know all of the new high school instructors had read the book, so we start reflecting on just what that mountain has done for the ski community. Awesome. Yeah, Tim, I mean, the reality is not everybody reads. I mean, you know, this, these days nobody has the time. So we pitch the audio book, if not, and if, they, if, if that doesn't resonate, at least knowing about him. And, you know, social media is powerful. If they follow sure. him on Instagram for the rest of their lives, they're going to know everything about him. You know, he's, yeah. he's pretty open and honest on there, sometimes too much. Well, to that point, then, if you're right, not everybody reads, not everybody audio books. So who's going to play you guys in the movie? I'm thinking Clooney for me. I mean, that seems pretty obvious, right? I, like I mean, Clooney. You'll have to play. You have to play it a little younger because for the most of the book, I'm probably late 30s, early 40s. Uh, Chris Evans is from Sudbury, Mass. There's been a lot of talk about True. that. I don't see it. I don't think he's good looking enough. But, um, <laughs> but don't tell him that. <laughs> he's a good boy, Captain America. I have so many particulars. I just don't know if I could hand it off to somebody else. Like I swear, like I, I age too much throughout the story. But like I'll do the thing where you like kneel down and put your shoes on your knees, <laughs> pretend I'm four. Again. Again, like I'll break I I can act out the whole sequence. I come on, I gotta play myself. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Who are you gonna hire? I don't know. Some child Disney star right now is waiting to be <laughs> Ryan Delena. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> Ryan so. Delena, next Hollywood find. Oh, I just I would love to hear that. I can't wait for some <laughs> child Disney star to do an interview when they're 25 and talk about how that movie was their worst role they ever did. Oh, Jesus. I don't think so. I think it'll be a. Uh, uh, 
look back, they'll have an older Ryan and a young Ryan. And, there you go. And maybe an older Rob and a young Rob. There you I, go. I was young and uh, <laughs> less gray. Sounds good. If you need a director, call me. I know you're things. You're in. You're definitely yes. the executive producer. You're on. And there you go. I love production credit. Excellent. Cool. So let's plug the book one more time. The socials, the website, so I don't butcher them because I will get them wrong. All right. So if you were looking for me, you can find me on Instagram at extreme underscore Ryan underscore Delena. That's D-E-L-E-N-A. If you type half of it, it'll probably show up, though. Totally. Uh, if you want to find the book, it's Without Restraint, How Skiing Saved My Son's Life. I'm the son. Uh, you can find that anywhere that books are sold. Amazon's probably the easiest, but it's on all sorts of websites. Um, and if you want to find my YouTube channel where I'm doing more long-form content, more storytelling on different objectives and expeditions I've been on, you can find me at just Ryan Delena. The link is in my Instagram, too. Just dropped a new short film called One Step Closer, The Baffin Island Story. That's probably the thing I'm most psyched about right now, so I'd love if everybody go check that out. There might be some, some sneak peeks at the, the 50 Project in there, just saying. And if you want a signed book, just reach out. We'll find a way to get it to you. And also, you know, just communicating with me through email. And, sure. and we've heard from parents with struggling kids. And, I mean, that's the most rewarding part. I mean, I don't always have the best advice or any advice. But, I, you know, I can tell them what not to do because I made totally. every mistake in the book. And, and it's enough. important. I hope hopefully we're being helpful. Absolutely. And that in itself is the what the story is. I've read it. I have my signed copy. Awesome. And it was wonderful. I've read it cover to cover. It was great. Thank you. Uh, a lot of stuff. Awesome. So... Find these guys where they told you to find them. If you absolutely need to find them and you don't know where to find them, find me. I will find them for you. I got them on speed dial. Yep, it's good. Awesome, guys. I'll let you get back to your booth Thanks, so sir. your wife really doesn't get... It. Actually, she's got a little lull. No, there, right, so you're all, all right. right. So uh, she drove away the traffic. I don't know. I'm gonna blame Son her. of all. That's all right. all right. All right, guys. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Always excited to work with what you got going on. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, still walking around, talking to people, making new friends here at the Snowbound Expo. Now, one of the wonderful things about the Snowbound Expo is not just every ski brand that you could ever meet, you know, ever need. You need gloves, skis, whatever, it doesn't matter. You need a mountain to go to, everybody's here. You see stuff you don't expect. One of those things, oddly, is a window person over there. I don't know, they're selling windows. Maybe you need windows in the winter. But if you come over to the inspiration stage, there's a rugby setup. Sir, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. My name's Tom Conley. I'm the general manager of New England's professional rugby team. And there you go. Professional rugby at a snow show. So before we get into, we've all heard of rugby, we'll get into more about what it is and what it is to do it here in New England. How did you end up at Snowbound? Yeah, I think uh, they reached out uh, last year to see if we'd be keen to get involved and run a few activations. and. You know, it's been awesome to get kids involved with throwing a rugby ball and learning about the team. And totally. So we're like, yeah, 100% will come down. Yeah, it's, it's very awesome. They're set up small, minimal, but so much is going on. There's balls flying around everywhere. It's crazy. We might as well just start up a game. We got enough people, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there pickup rugby? Like, there's pickup basketball? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We, we call that touch rugby. You know, you can play it with five or seven. So we, yeah, who knows, this afternoon when people have had a few beers, you know, we might get into a game. All right, everybody. So, let's do that. Let's. Why not? Why not? I'm already tired. I'm sure you're already tired too. So, New England. Now, are you based out of Boston or a different part of New England? Yeah, we're based out of Quincy, Mass. Quincy. So, okay. Yeah, just south of the city. Sure. Um, short commute on the red line down, and 
Um, yeah, it's an awesome experience. We have eight home games a year. Uh, beginning our home opener this year will be March 8th. There's live music, we have beer festivals, so we try to make it really appeal to more than your avid rugby fan. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so you're definitely drawing in noobs. You're drawing in a lot of noobs here. Again, we're at a snow show, and here's rugby right across from the stage where I can't see who's speaking right now, but uh, it's somebody who has something to do with snow sports. Yeah, yeah. If I could see the faces, I could tell you who it was, but that's yeah. all right. So what, what does it feel like to be here doing this kind of, I don't want to use the word ambassador, yeah. but like you guys are standout because you're the most different thing here. Yeah, no, I think it's, um, yeah, the exposure is massive, you know, like I, I was messaging in our staff chat, I reckon there's already been 500 people come by and we're only at, you know, half past 12 in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, on the Saturdays. So, you know, we're really grateful to be here to, to meet. There's a guy there with a Patriots hat, and, you know, he's an easy convert, isn't he? Like, if totally. you love the Patriots, you'll love the Free Jacks. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Free Jacks, great name. So how did the team come about then? Like, how do yeah. you get a rugby team in Quincy? Yeah, so there, there was a competition that started in 2018, roughly, uh, called Major League Rugby. Currently, there are 13 entities within it. Uh, across North America, so there's a team in Toronto, teams all the way from San Diego to Chicago to Boston to um, New Orleans, so we play right across the country, uh, and we actually won the championship last year. So Very nice, congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. So as, a, as the GM, are you playing or are you just office, or both? Uh, just So I do our stuff and player contracting, recruitment, and okay. um, everything from housing to providing vehicles for our athletes and okay. flying them in, all of that, yeah. Could you activate yourself if you wanted to? <laughs> I, would, I don't know if I would want to. I'd be too nervous. I'd get smashed. Ah, uh, that's all right. But, yeah, I suppose I could still probably hang in there if I wanted to. So you have played before in the I past. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, professional or semi-pro or just no, school? No, uh, just, just high school for me. But a lot of my friends went professional and I went into the kind of the back office. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Hey, you're still in it, man. Yeah. Dude, this is awesome. It's so great. They're showing people how to throw, yeah. showing people how to kick. Yeah. Um, great setup. You think this will be a, a long-term thing, like Snowbound comes back around for 2024? You think Free Jack will be here? Oh, definitely. We'll definitely be here. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. And your season runs summer or spring? Yeah, we run from March until summer, until July. Yeah. All right. So a winter sport. Yeah, yeah. Winter, winter into spring. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Um, you know what? Go ahead and plug the Free Jacks website yeah. uh, or uh, social, whatever you want, man. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, follow us on on uh, all of our socials on X, Instagram, Facebook at ne Free Jacks, um, and then FreeJacks.com to get your tickets and find out more about the team. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much, thank dude, you. for that quick little bit. I'm Appreciate so happy about yeah. this because it is different. It sounds cool, and it's only in Quincy. Yeah. I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. You know, I'd love to I'll, I'll, um, get you in the VIP section. We'll get you down to a game. And, yeah, Now, awesome. that's what I like to hear. All right, everybody, we're going to let Tom get back to work. Well, i got to talk to him afterwards. <laughs> but we're going to let him get back to work and uh, Good man. represent at the Snowbound. Cheers, mate. Thank, Thank you. Appreciate you. it. Still walking around the Snowbound Expo, but I found this next gentleman talking to Doug Lewis. Doug's been on the podcast. Doug's a nice guy. Doug's too busy to talk today. Steve, Steve, tell him, dude. What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Good uh, to see you. Absolutely. We've been contact. I contacted this. Wow, I am so tired. I, I can't even imagine. I'm tired, dude. Awful. Okay, so me and Nick, his real name is Nick. Yeah. 
we were talking, I was like, dude, you want to talk? And he says, yes. So let's give an overview of who you are, what you do, how you got to where you are. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Nick Reamer, Steve Steep on YouTube. Uh, grew up in Canada, Alberta, the province. Eventually moved over to British Columbia to take YouTube full time. Cool, cool. So basically I make YouTube videos on skiing, uh, whether that's, you know, commentating on the, the, the current scene in the industry, uh, focusing on a, a video part or just filming a ski vlog. Okay. Going down, uh, down the hill. Worked with Red Bull as a hosting position for uh, a couple of their events, Red Bull Play Streets, Red Bull Unrealistic. Got to film Jesper do the world uh, record for the longest rail slide. Totally. Um, lots of awesome. other stuff. It's been a lot of fun, man. It's a crazy journey. Yeah, having fun with skiing. That rail slide was sick, dude. I did see that. That was ridiculous. Dude, you're like following this guy down, trying to keep up with him. You're going like 80K an hour trying to keep up with him, and he's still totally. blasting faster than you yeah. on, on a rail that's like 450 feet. It was ridiculous to watch. Why anybody would even attempt it is beyond me. But hey, if you can do it, I can't do it. I can't even imagine building the setup, let alone no, trying to hit it. No, I don't want to build that. That's what the union guys are yeah, for. Amen. <laughs> Dude, so now, so you're mostly with YouTube and obviously some broadcasting then, as you said, professional broadcasting, but that's not where you started, is it? Why don't you tell us where you started? Yeah, dude, honestly, I, I want to say humble beginnings, but honestly, kind of the best beginnings, just playing a video game called Steep. So totally. I grew up um, ski racing, moved into ski freestyle, competed, eventually broke my back, which Ouch. put me out of competition, and then broke my back a second time, which put me on bed rest for uh, a long time. I couldn't I couldn't stand up without my legs going numb Okay. Uh, for, for two minutes. Sure. And um, yeah, so I was like, I have all this time on my hands. I don't know what to do. My mom came into my room one day, was like, I found a video game called Steep. Yeah. You can ski virtually. I was like, okay, let's give it a go. Love the game. Ended up sure. spending 1,500 hours of my life on that game. I think Holy I love. smokes, dude. Made a full <laughs> YouTube community about it. Um, and that kind of that kind of kickstarted the channel. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So that's great that you were able to stay in it. And that's something I have said. If you have to get out of it for whatever reason, injury, you double bad injury. How's your back now? <laughs> It takes a lot of work to keep maintained, but I, I'm able to ski, man, so I couldn't be happier. So you can still do it. I think that's the interesting part, and that's where I was going before I interrupted myself. Isn't that awesome? Um, you can stay in it. Some people I talk to, it's film. Whether it's fictional film, we all know past favorites, Ski Patrol, Aspen Extreme, Ski uh, ski School, uh, all that stuff. The Hot Dog the Movie, all the, all the classics. Or the Warren Miller Level 1s, um, Poor Boys. Matchstick, you name it. Video games is right there, dude. And uh, obviously, if you've done it, you would support that idea. Cool. Now, Steep, Steep has a whole lot of stuff. So if you've never played it, check it out. I've actually never played, but I did see it. It looked ridiculous. It's it's beyond me. Now, this this gentleman is much younger than I am. Remember, he's talking about getting Steep from his mom. That game's what, five years old, six? I honestly is pushing like nine. Is it nine already? It's, yeah, it's scary. Oh, is it really? Because I only got into it when it was uh, like three years. Like yeah. I didn't. I, it released like three years ago, prior to my first time playing it. So it's been around a while. Wow! Holy smokes! So you've been around a lot longer than I realized. Because I could swear that came out like five years ago. Yeah, no, it's been out. Wow! Holy. Riders Republic's the new thing now. That's it. Yes, people <laughs> love the Riders Republic. If you're into, isn't that morally bike centric though? Yeah, it's, I, full disclosure, not biggest fan of the skiing, yeah. but the biking in that game is rad. Super okay, sick. cool, group. cool. I, I, Steep will always be the bread and butter game for skiing, in my opinion. Totally. Outperform SSX series? I grew up with that success on the GameCube. If I'm looking for some nostalgic, like proper video game ass type, type stuff, SSX, World Tour, 
SSX4, so yes. good. Uh, but when, it, when I want to replicate, like, a nice little left side dovetail blunt, I'm going Both. to steep. Awesome. So you can still ski. Have you thought about going back to competitive, or are you not able to do that for your injury? Um, you know, like, maybe a few years ago, yeah, it's definitely crossed my mind. But if I were to break my back again, there's a high risk that I would cut out my legs and not sure. be able to use them. So that's always, like, something in the back of my head. Yeah, People no. have come back from way worse. Yeah, um, yeah. But even now with the state of skiing, I don't know if I could do that to my heart. You okay. know, we're seeing, like, podium podium level tricks in big air now is, like, a switch triple 2160. Three flips, totally. six full rotations. I can't even imagine doing that in a video game, let alone throwing it in real life. So I don't think I'm going to be heading back the competitive route. I'm going to watch from a safe distance. I like it. I like where your head is at because I've been saying that for a long time, too. This it, Sean White speaks after yeah. you later on yes. in the day. There was a time when we were like, dude, that's video game only. Now what he d did is nothing and he's still the greatest don't get me wrong what you kids are doing today man these next generation and, and sean waits like roster of tricks man you got to be pulling those things off by the age of 16 now if you want to make it to the big leagues totally you know it's it, it is very high stakes it is it's ridiculous i see eight-year-olds yeah. second graders doing stuff yeah. like i can't even stand up on the thing yeah. you know my skiing like i told you i'm completely recreational i'll do bumps yeah. sometimes i'll do trees sometimes but what you do but we also do. now like nowadays i think we're seeing progression move to such a, a high degree because we have facilities now that cater to types of progression we have like banger park out in austria that gives you a proper Holy. landing pad uh airbag you know sean white never had that growing up so that's true we have super tramps we have water ramps we have a lot of things that facilitate progression we got proper spinach i guess that's given the nutrients to kids that yeah, need it now yeah, i don't know yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it's scary out there, I'll say. It's cool, but it's scary. It is cool. And you're right. The facilities are out there. Like, kids are now getting started learning this specifically. It's not just fooling around somewhere. Um, Woodward, totally. Like, that's the big name in the U.S. Absolutely. And maybe, do they have a Canadian site? I can't remember. There's no, so many. We, we have, like, we have substitutes, but, yeah, okay. not like a full-on Woodward complex, unfortunately. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, whatever works, yeah. though. And you're right. It's 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 ridiculous how are you enjoying the expo man did you just Dude, get sick. here yeah i got here uh 1 a.m this morning i guess or last oh, night wow. flew in from canada had my nice little eight hour sleep Nice uh, soak in the shower, came here. Nice. And, dude, it's it's crazy. Like, we have expos back home, but not to this scale. Yeah. Uh, some really big names, obviously, some of the biggest names in the industry. we got two rail jams going on, Wicked Stage Session. Yeah. Uh, awesome roster of speakers. So yeah, it's, it's a really cool vibe, man. It is. How do you feel about being part of all of it, man? You it's look excited. Such an honor, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's so cool to have an online community and then watch that come come together in real flesh form, you know, in a place totally. like this. Get to meet up with a, a lot of the followers and fans and, you know, homies you made throughout the years skiing around the globe. Like, it's yeah. a cool spot to all come, uh, come together and congregate. It is. It is cool. A part of it is social. Three kids walked up on you, asked for a picture. When I was going to introduce myself, I was like, dude, that's awesome. You got rec I mean, I got recognized a couple times too. I won't lie about it. Not to not to sound narcissistic or arrogant. You but should. You should. I try. I am. I really am. I am the arrogance. Um, I used to be. It's a whole story. Doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> Another podcast coming soon. Another podcast. My life as one of the most arrogant, narcissistic sons of, you know what? Wow. <laughs> Redemption. Redem. Right. Redemption. Redemption There's podcast. Redemption podcast featuring Steve Steep as our first guest. Um, so what are you going to talk about on stage? I saw you talking to Doug Lewis, making out a plan. You got anything specific you're going to go over? Yeah, it's kind of like just what we're doing here, having a conversation on 
where where I've come from and where 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 I've been and where I'm going, and it's sure. it's just kind of. I think the overarching theme is like alternative careers in skiing and how we can still spread the love of skiing without being in the top ranks of competition. You know, totally. seeing with the whole wave of content creation, we're seeing so many people who wouldn't be competing with the big X game leagues, uh, having a voice and having a stance in the space and pushing it with lots of love. And, you know, I think that's kind of a really cool theme to be sharing in this modern day of social media. Sure. Uh, obviously I think it comes with pros and cons, but at the end of the day, if you're skiing, you're corking, you're having a good time. That's yeah, yeah. it's, it's a good thing. I'm with that, man. I am 100% with that. And that's what Snowbound's all about. I'm going to let Nick go because he's got a half hour, which you can say, but Tim, it's a half hour. Well, a half hour here can go by like that. Shout out to Adam Jabber. Shout what out to Adam. <laughs> there he is. He's a good man. What do you do? I ski. Oh, that's cool. Skis, man. What do you do? <laughs> I quit skiing. You quit skiing. Uh, I'm, I'm You're done. a good boy, I'm man. Right. I'm done. <laughs> All right. I'm done. So, so, fine. You heard it here first. Oh, we're recording. Yeah, you got know, anything to say to the podcast. Steep, baby. Dude, how is uh, how's Steve Steve? How is Ski Rex Media? How uh, how the fuck are we? <laughs> Dude, Ski Rex Media is growing every year. Do you want to be on the mic? I'm on my own mic, baby. Oh, Jesus IPO Christ. 2024. Absolutely. Whoa. I thank you a lot for it, man. Here to my help. My interviewing... The way I do it is because of something you said. Nice. It's no joke. I was interviewing wow. him. I says, hey, you must do a ton of prep. I don't do any prep. Yeah. I was like, what? Go for it. If you can make a conversation with somebody by just yep. talking to them, sure. it's probably not a conversation worth having. Probably right. You never want to be disrespectful and be like, oh, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. But yeah. Like, you at least need to know their name Yeah. And like who they are. Nice. But research is overrated because otherwise you're just going through all this stuff. Yeah. And, and it's not on that. You made me better, dude. We're learning. <laughs> Have a blast. Nice meeting you, bro. <laughs> little, little, guest, little guest shot from Adam Jabber. Out of Collective, Out of Bounds Podcast. Ah. Toe tongue-tied today. Yeah. I can't spit out anything. So, because I am tongue-tied, Adam, I got distracted with him. Steve, Steve, but hey, y'all met him. It's a lot of fun. And that's what we're here. We're social. A lot of fun here. I'm going to let uh, Nick go because, like I said, half hour, but half hour can go by in a blank. Dude, thank you so much for doing yeah, this. Dude. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on and stoked to see what you do in the future. Awesome. You too, man. Awesome. I was just telling Steve Morgan, we all know Steve. He's been on the podcast before. Wonderful individual from Raccoon Media. I was standing here spacing out. He says my name. I come back to planet Earth. It's wonderful. We're standing here across from the cross-country ski exhibit, cross-country ski area association. Shout out to Reese Brown. Wonderful man. Steve, how you doing, man? getting there definitely feeling a little bit more tired but you know we're here bringing the energy bringing the people and looking forward to day two we're looking forward to the rest of this day to be fair we're only halfway through yeah yeah it is only what three o'clock four o'clock three thirty we're staying open till eight tonight right that's the one yeah we're staying open till eight although to be fair we're staying open to seven for the consumers and then we have the exhibitor after party from seven till eight. Oh, okay all right, so that's more like elected punishment if you're already tired. I love that. That's so good. So we're all tired. That's a good thing. That means you're doing something right. And, uh, again, I've seen all the Raccoon Media folks who are walking around. Everybody's still smiling. Everybody's still helpful. Everybody's still excited. And it's, it's, it's great that you are. Has that kind of been your um, observation, like your team is still crushing? Oh, 100%. And that's what we kind of centralize ourselves around you know we make sure that we are present on the floor customer service is huge to us and for us so we want to make sure that everyone's okay having a good time and if they're not having a good time let's try and fix it 
Absolutely. I think everybody's having a good time. Everybody I've talked to has had a wonderful time and they're talking about how this seems so much bigger than last year, and it is, not just space-wise, not just exhibitor-wise, speaker-wise, but people. Can Are you able to say how many people you're doing this weekend? I know it's only Saturday, and if you can't, that's cool too. <laughs> I don't have the full figures yet. At the okay. end of the expo, I will get the full report, but at the moment, it's just busy. Just busy. <laughs> yeah, there's people everywhere. It's, it's now to the point where you almost need to put stop signs at intersections, or at least yield signs, give ways. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm sure you're happy about it, man. Have you, have you had any time to breathe, check stuff out? Like, what is that like for you? I don't know if I asked you that during our first interview. Like, you get to be here, you oversee everything, you see everything, but do you get to play at all? Well, not as much as I'd like. I sure. mean, look, we work 11 months throughout the year to really you know, bring all this expo together. Sure. And it is these three days of being here in the community with the culture that keeps us going sure. to do it again. Um, so I get, I suppose I get to play just enough. Just enough, just enough to keep it exciting. And uh, planning for uh, later in the year, I see uh, the Boston Run show over there, a couple mm. other things hanging around the outdoor show. You'll be back. 100%, yeah, we're, in, we're, we're back in Boston and for the Run Show Boston, which will be in uh, end of January. And then we have the Boston Outdoor Expo, which will be at the end of April. And then obviously we're back here in November yeah. for the Snowbound Expo. Um, so yeah, a lot going on. So the question is, are you just going to move to Boston? It's a nice city, a little pricey, but... A little pricey, yep, no, I hear that. <laughs> but um, I think there may be some plans of getting over it, maybe not forever, but I think for a couple of years, just while we get a few other products going, because sure. even those are the ones that we've got advertised, we have a lot more up our sleeve. Sure, I believe it. Actually, you know what? This one's this question's for me. Y'all can tune out for a minute if you want. I was thinking last night, I was like, goodness, you all travel six and a half hours by plane to come work for three days. Now, I know there's more to it than that, obviously. What's that like to know that I'm going to work tomorrow? Really, where are you going to work? Somewhere downtown? No, on the other side of the dang ocean. It's exciting, and look, it's a hard work. Right, it really is hard work. You know, you're dealing with jet lag, you're dealing with being hyped and like stoked, ready for the event. Um, so yeah, we are tired, but it's a privilege as well. You totally. know, being able to to have your company fly you out, put you in a nice hotel, mm -hmm. come and do your job in something which is, everyone does say, oh, you've got a really glamorous job, you go here, there and everywhere. And it's, it, is, it is a privilege. I'm not gonna, you know, lie. It is great to be able to do that. Sure. But it is hard work, you know? You fly yeah. into somewhere, you hit the airport, you hit the hotel, you do the expo, but no, it's uh, it keeps life interesting. I'm sure it does, dude. And you've all done, like I said, a fantastic job. For those who didn't get here, now I know this is going to be coming out the Wednesday after the show because I still need to edit and do all that and sleep some myself. <laughs> but it's a good tired. I've had so much fun here. So I want to thank you personally <laughs> because and your whole team, you know, yeah. because I'm here as a as 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 as, as, as a press partner, and it's been awesome dude i thank you so much you're always welcome it's always a pleasure and we'll be here for many years excellent then i will be here as well thank you sir thank you, you have a good rest of your day thank and a good you. rest of the weekend thanks sir. and there you go everybody that was my experience or part of my experience at the snowbound expo to see more of my experience photos videos and whatnot 
from the expo. You can follow Ski Rex Media on social media. That's Twitter, that's Facebook, that's Instagram. That's LinkedIn too if you want. I didn't really put much up there for this yet, but you never know by now, by the time you hear this, I might have. Check that out. Everybody we talk to, they will be linked in the description, socials or websites, anything you want. And if you need more information, you go ahead and you hit me up and I will get it for you. You can DM me. You go to my story, you see Derek, he took, he noticed, he recognized the yellow vest, one of two people, Charlotte being the other one. He recognized that we took a picture, he DM'd me the picture, I'm gonna ski with him this winter, it's gonna be awesome. That's how it happens, I ski with Ski Rex Media fans. So if you need anything, hit me with a DM on social media, email Ski Rex Media, contact at skirexmedia.com, that's the email address. And brand new, if you go to skirexmedia.com, my website, you will see a speak pipe voicemail link. You tap that, you click that, you can leave me a voicemail. And that doesn't just have to be questions. It can be questions, I'll answer them. It could be comments, it could be whatever you want. And I might even use some of it on the podcast. And that's a lot of fun, you can get, get a hold of me that way as well. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you liked the cross section of folks I talked to. I hope you liked everything that had to do with this Doughbound Expo, whether you were here or not. And next year, come on down. I'm gonna plan it even better for myself. What do you say, right? Right. Thank you for listening to the Ski Rex Media Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you out there, my friends, later.